Hey there, Recover Girl. My name is Victoria Ray, and you've just tuned in to your little dose of hope, connection, and encouragement wherever you are on your journey of recovery. Because the reality is that we're all in recovery from something, and we all need someone to walk beside us as we do the hard work and really ask ourselves, what's my makeup? So I have a confession. I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) That's right. I am not an expert at being an adult. I can't even say I'm an expert in recovery. I make mistakes, am not strategic in my career moves, and I don't have my life planned out with incredibly specific goals for the next five years, like a lot of these self-help books that I've read recently tell me I'm supposed to. I'm literally recording this podcast the day that I quit my job. I have dreams and desires for sure. I ask people for advice and pray through every decision I make, but to be totally real with you guys, I really don't have a clue what I'm doing. And honestly, this is something that's really hard for me to admit. As a recovering perfectionist, my first instinct is to control, predict, and perform. I catch myself sometimes waiting for that burning bush moment to know that I'm on the right path. And it doesn't normally come. Shocking, I know. So you can imagine my response to creeping thoughts recently, like, what am I doing? Where am I going? Am I doing something wrong? What if I make the wrong choice? What if things don't work out the way that I want them to? What's going to happen to me? And then I found this crystal ball, guys. It's so amazing. You can just ask it all of those questions and it shows you. I've solved all of our problems. We don't have to live in uncertainty anymore. Is that really what you expected me to say? I hope not. Because I didn't find that crystal ball, but I did find something a little better and a lot more useful. I'm discovering how to live in uncertainty. And this is a process, y'all. I'm not doing it perfectly. But living in uncertainty compared to surviving in uncertainty has only been a matter of changing my outlook. There are two big things that have really helped me during this time where everything is up in the air. And here's what they are. One, I stopped shaming myself for doubting. It was explained to me like this. Doubt is a normal human experience. When we encounter something we haven't gone through before, anything uncertain, doubt is an intellectual response. We are unsure of the unknown. I could no more control that than the fact that I can't eat dairy. I can certainly try to suppress that fact and go ahead and eat it anyway, but it has a way of coming out in other areas, if you know what I mean. Instead of guilting myself for being a bad Christian because it was hard for me to trust in a plan bigger than me, I prayed and talked about it with people of understanding. Be gentle with me, I prayed, because this is hard and I'm doubting. No more masks, just the straight truth. And two, I am waiting to be surprised. In times of uncertainty, we often forget that the unknown is the birthplace of amazing things that we never would have expected. Times of uncertainty are God's favorite place to surprise us. And by looking back at my life and past experiences, 
I can tell you that this is true. God has turned some of the most tumultuous situations in my past into beautiful masterpieces. But trying to understand this is like trying to look at one little square in a painting with a magnifying glass and thinking that I can comprehend the entire picture. When I'm looking through that magnifying glass, I can't see that a couple of splashes of blue and green are really the iris of someone's eye and that there is a whole person singing and dancing in the portrait. To really embrace both of these in practice though, guys, is really hard. It requires me to throw away everything that I think I know about a person, place, situation, and even my own recovery. To be surprised, I have to stay curious in the unknown. This takes practice, as does most things that I talk about in this podcast. But having lived in this place of uncertainty for a while now, I can tell you this. I'm not only going to be surprised when my uncertain situation is resolved, but when I'm paying attention and being curious in the unknown, I'm being surprised over and over and over again in little ways. And here's a great example. Recently, I've been looking up at the sky, wishing that someone would sky write in the clouds what it was that I was supposed to do and where I was going to end up. Update on that? It still hasn't happened. But recently, I've taken a different approach. I've looked up at the sky and I see birds, lots of birds. And then one day looking at them, I was reminded how they don't plan out their life at all. Literally, at all. They move moment to moment, trusting that they will find what they need. And somehow they are taken care of. And they are free. I'd much rather live like that than trembling my way through uncertainty. Today, I have a special task for you. I want you to sit and reflect about some of your favorite stories. Right before that big battle or that critical character development, what were the circumstances? Did the main character know how the story was going to end? Isn't it always darkest before the dawn or uncertain and crazy and looking like there's absolutely no way to win right before the most amazing ending? How boring would that story be if everything just worked out in a smooth and predictable way? And if we're being honest with ourselves, don't we want to be the heroine of an epic story? As I was reminded recently, a God-directed life is one of infinite possibilities. I, for one, am down for the ride. All right, Recover Girl, let's fly. For more of the Recover Girl podcast, you can go to www.recovergirlpodcast.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RecoverGirlPod. And as always, like, subscribe, share, you know the deal. All right, Recover Girl, I'll see you again. And don't forget, you got this.